The FDF podcast is sponsored by Clark Energy, sustainably powering the food and drink sectors. FDF podcast, passionate about food and drink. Hello, everyone. I'm delighted to welcome Laura Elphick from EIT Food to speak to us today on the FDF podcast. Laura is the Communications and Community Engagement Manager with EIT, and EIT will be sponsoring our Future Leaders event, which is taking place at HMS Belfast on the 9th of September. We've run this event a couple of times before, and it's always been really, really well attended with people in um, the sort of earlier to sort of middle stages of their career who are looking to take that next step up to senior management and board levels. So uh, welcome, Laura. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No problem. So just to to give us a bit of background, um, I know you've got a couple of really exciting pieces to talk to us about. You've done some research with young people about their their feelings about the food industry. Um, But before we get into that, could you just tell me a little bit more about what EIT Food does? Yes, absolutely. Um, A lot of people that haven't actually heard of EIT Foods and essentially um, we're Europe's leading food innovation initiative. Um, So we're a non-for-profit organisation and we aim to make the food system a lot more healthy, sustainable and trusted. Um, And we're supported by the EU. Um, So EIT Food is part of the EIT, which is the European Institute for Innovation and Technology which is a bit of a mouthful, um, that drives innovation across Europe. So essentially, EIT Food is all about innovating the food system. That sounds really, really interesting. And I think for anybody just starting out in their career, that's probably an organisation that they, they need to take a, a lot of notice of. Um, so in terms of why, why you're sponsoring the event, um, what's your sort of motivation behind that? And, and how do you yourselves work with future leaders? So we're really, really excited um, to be sponsoring this event. Um, particularly because we really care about supporting the future leaders of the uh, of the food system. So we really believe in giving future leaders a voice. And at the end of the day, they're going to be the leaders of the food industry in a few years time. So they need to have all the sort of support that they need to be able to get to get to where they want to go, really. Lovely. And, and in terms of support, um, when we were talking earlier, just before the, the podcast, you were talking about some of the business support programmes that you run for people in the industry. Can you just tell me a little bit more about what that involves, how people can get involved, that sort of thing? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so we have um, three flagship programmes at EIT Food um, to support businesses, um, particularly young entrepreneurs and also early stage startups and scale ups who work in agri-food. Um, So the first program is our seed bed incubator program. And that's really for sort of academic entrepreneurs that really sort of early stage entrepreneurs who perhaps have started to develop a new product or service that can really make a difference in the food system. But they need support with things like market market validation, commercialization, getting that product to the market, understanding who their customers are, all of that sort of great stuff. Um, And then the second program that we have is the EIT Food Accelerator Network. And that's essentially for younger businesses who are a little bit further ahead. Um, So they might already have their product or service out on the market, but they need some support with really accelerating and getting to that next level that they want to get to, really. Um, So that'll be offering things like mentoring, coaching on particular topics, um, connecting um, younger businesses with, with the right people they need to be speaking to. And the third um, flagship programme we have is our Rising Food Stars Association. Um, And that essentially is our programme for 
more mature agri-food startups who are already doing quite well, um, but they really need support with um, scaling up um, internationally. And we like to support them by sort of getting them involved in our events and just really helping them progress um, across Europe and, and reaching the people that they need to reach. So they're essentially our, our three main business creation programmes that we have at EIT Food. Lovely. And how do people get involved with those? Is there somewhere they can sign up? Um, they contact you? How, how do you sort of get the route in? Yeah, definitely. So um, in terms of our business creation programmes, they're listed on the EIT Food website, um, which is www.eitfood.eu. Um, so our business creation programmes, they always launch for applications at the sort of start of each year. Um, so, for example, we've just announced our new cohorts for, for each of the programmes over the last few weeks. Um, so if people want to get involved um, this year, we're, we're kind of done. But as soon as it gets to early time next year, we really encourage people to, to keep an eye on us and, and apply. Brilliant. And they can sign up for your website. Will they get alerts for when yeah, yeah, definitely. yes definitely all that great stuff and if anyone has any questions you know I'm happy to for people to reach out to me separately as well brilliant that's that sounds all really really good stuff um we talked a little bit just before about the research program that you've run with with young people and their feelings about the the food industry um it's traditionally been seen as a slightly difficult area to encourage people to to come into um whereas in actual fact it's got a lot of great benefits you know you can work globally um, you know paying conditions are good it's um taps into sort of high quality science and engineering um jobs that sort of thing what sort of feedback were you getting through the program Really positive, actually. Um, so essentially, the, the research that we did, um, we conducted very recently, actually, um, was that we sort of spoke to over 2018 to 24 year olds um, across Europe. So these are the young people who are really thinking about their careers, what they want to be doing. And um, we were not just talking to them about, you know, career choices in the food system. But we, we were actually talking to them about how engaged they are in the food system in general. Uh, and thinking about, you know, what do they think about the food that they eat? Is it healthy enough? Is it sustainable enough? And we were getting some really, really great results from them. And essentially, we we found that young people feel that the food industry is not necessarily listening to their wants and needs. And there's a few things that they're sort of demanding, I guess, from, from the food industry. So we had sort of five key findings, which I'll just sort of quickly touch on. So the first one was that Young people are really interested and knowledgeable about healthy eating, more so than some people may think. So especially, I think, with COVID-19, I know we're always talking about it, but I think it's made people a lot more aware of their health. And particularly for young people, they're thinking about what foods do they need to eat to, to be healthy and, and lead healthier lives. Um, the second finding, however, was that young people do feel that they lack that support and their advice on how to eat healthy. So there's a lot of conflicting evidence out there. It's hard for people to digest and know and know what to do with it. And um, the third key finding was that young people said that access to healthy food and affordability are key barriers for them. Um, so we actually found that two thirds of young people said that healthy food they found to be more expensive than unhealthy food. Um, and I know that's often um, a debate going around whether healthy food versus unhealthy food, which is more expensive. And, you know, whatever the result, young people are saying that they're finding it hard to, to buy healthy foods um, when they're out and about. 
And um, the fourth finding was that young people want transparency, evidence-based information and support from food brands themselves and also governments. So we found that nearly eight in 10 young people would like food labels to have clearer information on the way that food is processed, not just the ingredients. So obviously food packaging always lists the ingredients that's in a product, but we're seeing that young people are saying that they want to know how their food is actually made, where it's come from, how did it get to, how did it get to them? And um, which is really interesting. I know that, you know, often we feel that consumers are a little bit disconnected from the food system, how their food is produced, but we're actually seeing a bit of a demand from the consumer side, young people saying, actually, we do kind of care about where our food comes from and want to learn more. Um, and the final finding that we found, which is really exciting, is that young people have a desire to work in food innovation. So I know from research that, that you've done at the FDS that we're seeing that the food system is going to face some labour shortages in the years to come if we don't get more people involved. And from our research, we're seeing that young people saying, actually, we'd really like to get involved in food, food related careers, whether it's a job in food and education or setting up a food business. We're seeing that younger people are actually really interested in doing this, which is really great. So it's all about sort of giving them the support that they need and to be able to get to get to where they want. That's absolutely fascinating. And I think there's there's a few take backs there, I think, for food <laughs> manufacturers um, to, to take notice of. And and also that people are so engaged and, and also willing to look at, at careers in the sector as well. It's, it's yeah. traditionally been quite difficult, but I think they're more alert now to the possibilities of, of those really high level jobs. Um, you know, like you said, the product innovation, the engineering side of things as well. So um, we'll be looking forward to lots of future leaders coming through in, in the next couple of years. So Thank you so much for, for outlining that. And uh, we look forward to, to seeing you in person at the Future Leaders event on the 9th of September. Um, and just to make people aware that you can book tickets for that through our website, uh, www.fdf.org.uk and forward slash events. So we look forward to uh, seeing you on the 9th of September. And thank you very much for joining us, Laura. Thank you very much. Look forward to seeing you there. The FDF podcast is sponsored by Clark Energy, sustainably powering the food and drink sectors.